Hello everybody and welcome to episode 5 of My Internet Diary. We've had a week break. A week break? We've had a break for a week. Not a week break. That implies that it wasn't very strong. When, in actual fact, it was really strong. And I'm a very strong boy. But no, we had a break for a week. And I won't say it was on purpose. It was kind of on purpose. It was unintentional to begin with. And then I was like, ah, you know what, forget it. Basically... I was supposed to record the night before. I record these the night before. And I just was so knackered. I was so tired. I didn't want to do it. (laughs) I didn't want to do it. So I didn't do it. And I thought, oh, I'll do it the next day. But then I went out the next night. And then I went out the night after that. Because it was Ashley's birthday. And then Friday, forget about it. Forget about it. As Mickey Blue Eyes once said. So I ended up having... A week's break after only recording four episodes. But come on, man. I've told you before. I've recorded like fucking 50-odd technically. But no, this is episode five. And I apologize if you were expecting a podcast and it didn't turn up. I'm sorry. Maybe reevaluate a few things if you're bothered by that. Huh? Why are you so bothered? Why were you so bothered? I don't think you were bothered. I think you're just trying to make me feel bad. You were. It's working. It's working. I feel bad. I don't feel bad. I do feel bad kind of in the laziness. Hey, but that's my personality. I can put stuff off and then I'll just avoid doing it. And I'll lose interest. Not lose interest, but I lose energy. Like I'm tired now, man. Oh, man, I'm tired. It's so cold. (laughs) It's fucking freezing. And I'm pretty sure wherever you are listening to this, it's also cold. Even if you're in a tropical climate, I bet you it's colder than it should be. I don't mean like because it's winter. Obviously... I know it's cold at winter, Some most places, not in Australia, although we would call that winter, but they would call that summer, so their winter is actually colder. So actually, I am right. So how about that? What I mean is, it's really cold, and it was snowing, and it's freezing, and right now I'm looking at the temperature here in Dublin Island, and it is minus one degrees centigrade, which is, I want to say that's like 30 Fahrenheit. I have no idea. I have no idea. Why is there two ways of telling temperature? Huh? Yeah, I'll tell you why. It's because of those Yankee Doodle dickheads. Just fucking... It's easy. Just start with zero. Zero is the base. If it's freezing and things freeze, it's zero or below. That's very simple. And then all temperature is above that. I don't know what this Fahrenheit shite is. Mr. Fahrenheit, get a grip. Tear down this wall, Mr. Fahrenheit. That's a reference there to the Berlin Wall. I have a question about the Berlin Wall, which I could easily look up. And seeing as the podcast is a podcast about Googling things, I probably should. But to be honest, I always forget to. Now, my question with the Berlin Wall, right? So it's separated East and West Berlin. East Berlin being the Russian side, West Berlin being the capitalist, American, UK side. Uh, We like money. They like fucking turnips and tractors and uh, sharing and working for the common good. Where we we like to suck the bones of our poor people. So I know it separated the two, right? But that was because East and West Germany were separated. I have two questions. Did the wall extend the country? And if it didn't extend the whole country, why didn't people just like go north of berlin and then just like walk over just walk over 
Like, you only hear about, like, Checkpoint Charlie, you know, going into East Berlin, but you never hear about the rest of the country. Did the Russians just own Berlin? No, they owned East Germany, obviously, because there was an East and West German football team. But So why didn't people just go very north of Germany and just take a stroll? Do you know what I mean? If I was trying to get into a, into the UK, which is, you might say it's Northern Ireland, I don't recognise the legitimacy of Northern Ireland, okay? We won our six counties back. There's supposed to be 32 counties in Ireland, and the UK bastards still have six of them. We won them back. But what I'm saying is there used to be checkpoints there, obviously, in the troubles and i'm sure there was ways of just like walking through a field you know checkpoints are for cars and shit right i don't know i think i'm an idiot i think i'm an idiot i should really look it up because i'm sure it's not as simple as that otherwise i'm not a genius by any account i don't know if you've noticed this but i'm not a genius huh weird i'm definitely just extremely ignorant to this but if anyone can answer me why didn't people in germany just walk up a bit. Just walk up. Stop trying to get over the wall. You're going to get shot. Just walk up a bit. And then just stroll over. I don't know. But I'm lying down. I'm doing an experiment today. I'm lying down. Because I'm tired. And uh, I think I need to reschedule when I record these podcasts. Because in the day, like today, I was ready for it. I think about like 2 or 3 o'clock. I easily could have recorded. Probably recorded for hours. And really enjoyed it. But right now, I just don't want to do it. And I think that's why I don't get anywhere in life. Because even the things I want to do, I don't want to do. Like, I know this. I lo- I, I do. I generally love doing podcasts. And I love recording. If you're listening to this and you have a podcast, I'll be a guest on your podcast. I don't give a fuck. I love talking. Can you not tell? I do a podcast on my own where I talk into a microphone with no one else around. I love it. Uh, it's one of the main reasons to start doing stand-up again is because I want to be on podcasts. I think podcasts are cool. So if you are listening and you have podcasts, I'll be on it. I, I don't even care what it is. I don't even care if it's for women only or it's about something I don't like, like rugby. I'll be on it. I'll be the counterpoint to why rugby is terrible because it is terrible. It's for posh people. <laughs> I mean, that's not the main reason I hate it. I hate it because it's fucking shit. And it's for posh boys only. And obviously posh women in women's rugby. Um, I know I said like that, like it, uh, implying it didn't exist or something. But I just don't like rugby. But if you have a rugby podcast, I'll definitely come on and tell you why I don't like it. I think I don't like it because at school they always put me on the wing because I was fast. I was I was like a little whippet. I was like shit off a shovel. So I would peg it down the wing. But then some cunt would always just like fucking chase me right to the end and like slam me down. And it was annoying. I didn't enjoy it, weirdly. But I just don't like rugby. I like every other sport. I just don't like rugby, okay? I have a friend who, every time I see him, he asks me if I'm going to watch the rugby. And I can't... I can't stress enough every single time. I have to say, James, listen to me. I tell you every single time, I don't like rugby. Please stop asking me. I think he does it on purpose, to be honest. I've lost the thread of myself. Oh, yeah. If you have a podcast, I'll be on it. Even if it's about rugby, I don't like rugby. The whole point is, I'm lying down today because I'm tired, and I'm lazy, and that was it. Yeah, sorry, that's why I don't, that's why I'm not as successful as I want to be, because I will listen to that voice that says, ah, just don't do it, just don't do it, it's effort, don't do it. Uh, I could be like massive, I could be the next Schwarzenegger, I could be ripped, I could be a brick shit house. I could be so fucking hench, man. 
because uh, I have good metabolism, but I'm lazy. And I think it's an ego thing. I think I watched a film the other day called Revolver. And if you don't know, it's a Jason Statham joint with Guy Ritchie, right? And it's got Andre 3000 in it. And he plays like, Jason Statham plays some ex-convict who went to prison for some reason. And he's also good at gambling. And while he was in prison, he was in solitary confinement. And these two mysterious people would pass notes and play chess in books. And he would intercept the books because he was in between them. And they would teach him how to play chess. But then also the other guy was a con man. And he would teach him how to con or something. I don't fucking know. It's so contrived. It's so unbelievably contrived. It's dark shit. At the end of the movie, there's this weird talking head bits from like clinical psychiatrists. And they're talking about the ego. And how the ego will always protect itself. And when I say ego, I don't mean like, oh, I'm the best. The ego is the voice. It's your voice. It's your inner voice that tells you subconsciously to do and not do something so like for example my ego tells me don't bother doing stuff like recording podcasts or putting stuff out there or you know make putting effort into comedy because it's potentially going to not work out and it's gonna make me feel terrible so don't do it that's my ego talking right but at the end of this film anyway they talk about this thing they talk about the ego the the worst the biggest enemy in the world is your own ego because its sole purpose is to protect itself. So, I watched this film, Revolver. It's absolutely terrible. My review is, Guy Ritchie watched Fight Club and thought I could do that. It's so bad, it's so bad. But just that one talking head bit at the end uh, about the ego, it was actually quite interesting. And that was on the credits. That's the best thing about the movie. It's rolling down the fucking credits. But it's all about how the ego is always going to try and protect itself. And that's what's happening. So, Every day for me is a fight against my own ego to do something because it's very comfortable not to do it because it will protect me. I do the same with comedy. I do the same with music. I do the same with these podcast things. So it's easier for me to actually talk for half an hour, 40 minutes, even though that's not easy. That's quite difficult. And when you do it, you don't, I like, I have no idea if this is interesting. I don't even think it's interesting. I know it's not interesting, but some people might find it interesting, but I assume they don't. But I'm still going to do it because I don't want my ego to win. My ego is an asshole. But anyway, that's partly why there wasn't podcast last week. Laziness slash ego. Oh, I've got some excellent news. I've got some excellent news. I am going to the premiere of Avatar 2. Yeah, the blue carpet itself. The road to Pandora. I'm going to watch it in IMAX. It's a premiere. There's going to be celebrities. <laughs> Quotation marks, celebrities. I can't even imagine who's going to be there. I'm so excited. Uh, but I'm going to go with my friend. My friend Joe is coming along. He's going to wear a tuxedo, so that's going to be great. And we're going to get so before we do it so high and i tell you what i am so excited one because it's crazy that kind of stuff is weird walking a blue carpet seeing celebrities and all that shite and two i i think it looks fucking class i'm really interested to see i want to see how mr avatar has got on with is he got an avatar family has he got an avatar baby is he avatar king i know for a fact they're underwater i've seen the trailer but what happens to mr avatar 
because he used to be in a wheelchair, but now he's a big old blue guy. As a baby, you baby, you stupid baby. Uh, so that's really exciting. I'm going to dress slightly better than I usually do. I know before on my podcast, I've said that I'm a very scruffy man. I am a very scruffy man, but this time the ego is trying to protect me and says, oh, you should dress up a little bit, even though I don't like doing that. But I don't want to feel silly. So I'm going to try and look nice. Speaking of scruffy, when I was nine years old, I might have been a little bit younger. Maybe I was six years old. Anyway, I was playing in my back garden and I kicked the ball over the fence and it went into the neighbor's garden. Jill and Keith, they were the neighbors next door. They were a little bit older than my mom and dad. My mom used to go around on Wednesdays and drink wine and smoke cigarettes. And we would go around and just watch TV. And honest to God, it was like you couldn't see the hand for your face. That's how much tobacco smoke. Kids these days have no idea. Absolutely no idea. I have the lungs of a 90-year-old man, purely from my parents and their friends smoking. But anyway, they had a dog called Scruffy. And he was a cool dog. He was nice. But he was so protective of his bone. And the ball went over. And then I... So I went over the fence to get the ball. which They let us do that. They were nice people. And uh, the ball was by the Scruffy's bone, and I went to pick up the ball, and the fucker bit me on the arm, and he ripped a big hole in my arm, and I could see all the fucking, I could see like the layers of fat, and I could see the tendons and stuff like inside. And I was crying like a little bitch, but I'm actually quite proud of the fact. I never blamed the duck. I always understood they were his bones. I was in his garden, and I was going near his bones. Obviously, I know I wasn't going for his bones. He doesn't know I wasn't going for his bones, but you have to respect animals, okay? Although I do have a tendency to anthropomorphize animals, like the cat that comes in all the fucking time. I anthropomorphize him, and if he's like moody at me, I'm like, right, well, fuck you then, forget it, and I'll be in a mood at him. And he's just a cat, he doesn't have a brain that comprehends being moody. Or do they? I don't think they fucking do. But he did a good job today, actually, he caught two mice, so... You know what, he's in my good books. Well done, Richie. You're back, baby. But as I'm saying, I'm going to the Avatar 2 premiere. And I'm so excited. I'm going to try and snap paps. I might get papped myself. I might be like in a paper or on a website. And it'll say unknown (laughs) underneath. Unknown and friend. But I'll tell you what. Oh, I'm excited. I can't wait. Actually, I'm going to tell you all about it next week. Next week's episodes, it's not even going to have any Googling in it. It's just going to be me talking about the night, talking about the film Avatar and raving and ranting like a madman. I'm so excited for it and I'm very excited to tell you about it as well. So stay tuned for that next week. Episode 6, Avatar 2, The Way of the Water. Is that what it's called? The Way of the Water premiere. The Way of the Water premiere. Welcome to Pandora. So that'll be fun. So recently I was searching uh, the greatest inventions in the world. Because I think we live in a time where we just take for granted that everything was invented. Everything we see was invented. Not a tree, obviously. Not food. Well, some food. Some food's invented. Meals invented, obviously. You know, there was a point where we weren't eating, like, fucking pasta with tomatoes. What the fuck? My brain, man. My brain, I'm dumb. But I wanted to see what the greatest inventions were. And I found a website and it says, <laughs> because there's no possibility of voting for the, like the world has to vote for the best invention, you know, and it has to be something everyone uses and not everyone has access to everything. So I found this website, basically the inventions that changed the world. And I've got a list here, right? 
and I've got five of them. It was ten, but I, I just picked the top five, right? And I'll read them out, and I'll see if you think, you see if you agree. So number one is the wheel. And you kind of do, don't you? You forget the wheel had to be invented. And it was invented in uh, the year 3500 BC. BC, which is before Christ. Before Christ! Um, so that's 3500. So we're not even 2000 years after Christ. And that was an extra 1500 years. And I think that was like round about the time that Egypt was kicking off. Stuff like that, Mesopotamia maybe. And they invented, not they, but that was when the wheel was invented. Or the earliest known wheel. And before that, people were just dragging shit. <laughs> that's all they did. They just dragged shit. Or they just carried shit. And then some guy was like, I've had enough of this. This is ridiculous. And he just thought, I'm going to invent the wheel. That's a great idea, obviously. But I want to meet the guy who invented three more wheels. Now that's a guy I want to meet. It's all right. Invent Anyone can invent something. It's the person that improves the invention. He's the one you want to look out for. He's the entrepreneurial spirit. I hope the guy who invented four wheels became famous and got rich. I mean, surely around the time... If anyone was like, you see that, that, you see that there, what is it? You know, the wheel there, you know, on the, on the, on the car, the wheel. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of that. Yeah. I invented that. Yeah. Fucking bullshit. Everyone says that. You know how often people come through here claiming to invent the fucking wheel. Get out of here. Get out of here. For a stone in his fucking head. How's that for a wheel? It's the wheel of fortune and yours is misfortune. That's what I'd say. I agree with that. The wheel's pretty good. Stick a wheel on anything these days. I could put a wheel on... We did in school. We had wheels on TVs. Use a wheel in a TV. You could wheel in anything. I could wheel in a pillow if I put wheels on a pillow. I could wheel it in a big pillow. I could wheel it in. That was like Mrs. Doubtfire then. I looked around the room to see what I could name to put wheels on. And a pillow was one of them. It's not even a pillow. It's a cushion. So there you go. This is what you're dealing with. So that was at the top of the list. Then we had the compass. Amazing. Brilliant. Easy. What they did, they found a bit of metal, right? It was magnetized iron ore. And somehow they figured out that it always points the same way. Or one end of it always points the same way. And then someone else was like, that'd be great. Because if we need to go like over there, we can say it's like this way compared to where this points. Genius. Not really important these days, is it? Who uses a compass? Tell me if you've ever used a compass. I'm waiting. Have you ever used a compass? No, of course you haven't. Or maybe you've tried to, but do you really understand what a compass is? It's kind of difficult. You have to have like spatial awareness, you know. You have to figure out that something always points that way and then direct yourself in accordance to that. So what I'm saying is, if you could use a compass, you're a genius. That was pretty good. That was the Chinese. They're a good bunch of lads. And then number three, we had the printing press. Now that's a good one. Because before that, it was just a bunch of lads getting paid to write shit down over and over again. And then everyone was so illiterate, who knows what the fuck they were writing. I bet half the shit we find, old manuscripts and stuff like that, absolutely nonsense, completely made up. Of course you would. I have a theory, right? You know when, um, I always have a theory, don't I, every podcast? Here's my, this week's theory. You know when archaeologists, they find like people's bones and they're like buried with like weird stuff. Or they'll find like a weird thing. And it's like, you know, a statue of a big fucking cock. And they'll be like, oh, we believe that this was the god of fertility. And uh, the people here would pray to it religiously. And that was that's all they would do, just pray religiously to this. My theory is, fucking bollocks. We've always been the same type of people. 
I'm talking into a microphone now, but take a couple of thousand years, it's just some lad on a plinth, you know, spouting shit, and people are walking by and talking. We have the same jokes. We're all dick jokes, fart jokes, tit jokes. We're basically just the same people throughout time. You can see it recorded. There's actual graffiti saying, like, Bobacus was here with a huge cockacus. So my theory is archaeologists are so desperate to apply some kind of academic, scientific, intelligent theory to shit that they find, that all the shit we're finding, I'd say about 10% of it is actually important, and the rest of it is just some fucker messing around. Like, all right, sorry, Bob's dead. Throw him in the grave. And you know what? Put that horse in as well. That'd be funny. Imagine that. Imagine they. Imagine someone digs him up in a while and they find Bobby's got a fucking horse. He fucking hated horses. <laughs> and then cut to a thousand years later, some archaeologist is like, oh, this is obviously a young man's favourite, favourite horse. I would predict that he loved this horse so much that he demanded to be buried with it. Meanwhile, cut to the past. <laughs> He's fucking loving He's got a horse. <laughs> plus there was fuck all to do so you tell me everyone was just literally like doing religious shit no way absolutely not no way people were just fucking around imagine what you would do if you had all the time we have 24 hours but they really had fucking 24 hours there's nothing to do literally nothing to do especially at night what do you do you can't see oh there's a candle eventually they should put candle on the list when was candles invented that's a good one We'll figure that out for next week. There is no way all of this shit that they find is so important. And isn't it weird that every time they find something, it's really important. Like, get lost. Get lost, okay? you Look, it's fine. We want you to find things. You can have a grant. But just wind your neck in a little bit. Come on. Just relax, all right? Just say I found this cool thing. Anyway, that's what I, that's why I hate archaeologists. Uh, what we got next? Uh, the Prince Press, by the way, 1440 to 1455, 1450. That was when it was vented around there. So 15th century. Uh, I think it was invented by some German lunatic, probably. You know, paved the way for access to information, uh, the spread of information across the globe. It means you didn't have to pay a bunch of lads to scribble stuff out for you and just trust that they were doing it. What do we have next? The internal combustion engine, the 19th century. Basically, what a car is or a train. Do trains have combustion engines? No, a train was steam, and then they put it with electricity. <laughs> and they made a train. They made new trains, better trains. That was pretty good. That See, again, an improvement. Someone looked at a steam train and went, Jesus Christ, that's a lot of energy. I've got to shovel coal into that every 45 seconds. I'm all right, thank you. And then they invented electricity so they could power trains. But that's basically a car, is what I'm saying. What happens is pistons within an engine open and close due to steam and the opening lets oxygen in and it reacts and combusts inside the engine causing energy and that energy turns the wheels so it's all linked baby the wheel is always it's always wheels look hard enough and it's wheels it's wheels everywhere you're going to notice now. You're going to look around and you're going to see a wheel everywhere. That was pretty good. Yeah, car's pretty good. Uh, and then we got the telephone, man. The telephone. Now, um, the telephone, as we all know, was Alexander Graham Bell. But Thomas Edison also had a lot to do with the uh, telephone. That was in the 1800s. If you don't know who Thomas Edison is, he, he somehow managed to convince people that he was a brilliant inventor. When really what he did is he hired a bunch of smarter people to invent things for him and then stuck his name on it. 
Now, does that remind you of anyone? Does that remind you of anyone? Hello, my name's Elon Musk. I invented PayPal. No, you didn't, mate. You just bought yourself into the company and put yourself on the board. I invented Tesla. No, you didn't, mate. You just bought yourself onto the company. You don't, you're telling me Elon Musk is sat in a fucking board meeting drawing electric cars and telling you how it works. No, he's a fucking goon. And you can, t- here's a quote for you. You can stick this on the poster. Elon Musk is a cunt. Plus his name's Musk. His name's Elon, Mr. Musk. People have to call him Mr. Musk, which is hilarious. Sounds like he owns a knockoff perfume shop. Come down to Mr. Musk's. Yes, we got Tommy Hilfinger. Yeah, we got Chanel. <laughs> we got Proda. Oh, we got all them. We got CK Bon. All of them. But the telephone's pretty good. I remember my granddad telling me that when he was a young boy in Coventry, um, his older people, he was born in the 30s, but older people were so weirded out by the phone that he used to answer the phone for them. Because they were just freaked out about it. They just couldn't understand. It's kind of like when an old person watches like BTS now. They just, it, it doesn't compute. It's like so confusing to them. Uh, so he used to have to answer the phone for him. So that's fun. I don't necessarily agree. I mean, the wheel's a good one. The wheel's a really good one. The wheel's done a lot. I'll give the wheel what it deserves. And as I mentioned, I'll give four wheels what it deserves. And sometimes two. And you know what? A wheelbarrow only has one. So I'll give the wheelbarrow some credit. The bicycle, a little bit more credit. But really, four wheels, put it on a car, put it on a table, put it on the telly, put it on anything. You got yourself a slidey thing, baby. Skateboards! Skateboards have four wheels. Why did I get excited then when I remember skateboards? Because they're cool! If you skateboard, you're cool! Extreme, kick it. I think we can get rid of the compass. That doesn't count. Print and press is fine, but like... Someone was going to do that in the end, weren't they? I mean, really, it's just like wood blocks pushing some wood blocks great i can do that with a potato the internal combustion engine to be honest i think we're a bit too global these days i'm not saying culturally i just mean we've gone too we've gone everywhere we've gone too far we've kind of tried to assert each ourselves into everything all these different culture clashes everything like that plus the amount of damage like there, there was a hole in the fucking ozone layer for fuck's sake in the 90s climate change climate change global warming the end of the world, you can directly attribute the combustion engine to that. So thanks a lot, Emery Ford. Thanks a lot, Rachel. But here's my suggestion, right? My top invention. Well, one of them. I'm going to give you four. One of them is fire. Fire. Fire's great. Fire's really great. Do you know what I mean? Fire's done loads. Before fire, there was cold. Uh, there was dark. There was shit food. Well, we didn't really invent fire, did we? We just harnessed its natural abilities. A, a fucking lightning bolt smashes a tree and some caveman's like, damn, I'm going to cook an egg on that. Next one for me, mattress. Oh, the mattress. <laughs> I think w- this is what we're great at these days is taking for granted everything. In the old days, if there was new inventions, you would have to understand how it worked because you were like, this is crazy. This is changing the world. We'll understand how it works. I couldn't tell you how anything works. I still actually don't understand how my voice is able to be recorded. I know in principle, but how? How How does that make sense? Is My voice is like a physical thing. How can I put my voice onto something and have it stay there? It's mental. It doesn't make any sense. When I think too hard about recording sound, I start to think that maybe this isn't, this isn't real. Maybe, maybe this isn't real at all. How is that even possible? 
Another thing which is crazy about human beings, how do we even realise that's fucking possible? I, I was thinking of something the other day, right? The brain is so insane. Brain wasn't just like, look, I'm a brain, you know how I work. It's like, you have to figure out how I work, but I'm you. Isn't that crazy? I think that makes sense. But anyway, the mattress, oh my God. People were just fucking lying on hay. They were literally lying, do you know how comfortable hay is? What the fuck? How did anyone sleep? They must have had the the biggest sunken eyes you've ever seen in your life. Everyone must have looked haunted because the sleep couldn't have been good. And then they figured out, we'll shove some fucking feathers in there. Get me that goose. I'm sticking that in my mattress, said King Henry VIII. And then he ate the fucker. So I think the mattress needs to be up there because, I mean, I don't know if you've ever had a bad night's sleep. I have plenty. And I tell you what, you're done. You're fucked for the day. And the older you get, like, I only have to look, like, with my eyes the wrong way and my back goes. And my back goes all the time and it never goes with anything cool. Like, I never say, oh, I can't really do that. I've hurt my back. How are you doing it? Well, I was climbing a mountain and then I decided I was just going to parachute off it. And I slammed onto a moving train. I just somersaulted off and kind of went woo <laughs> that was the coolest thing i could think of parachuting off a mountain landing on a train jumping off and going woo the mattress man fuck me that could be an enemy actually saying that you ever had a bad night's sleep on a bad mattress crikey crikey as they say down under oof i'd rather sleep on hey hey i'd rather sleep on you hey hey you got anyone sleeping on you tonight how about this big boy so I think mattress should be up there. And then my final one, and I, I genuinely, I genuinely think this is the best invention in the entire world. And I don't think it gets enough credit, mainly because of its function. But the fucking toilet. One, there's still loads of people who don't have a toilet. Two, people didn't used to have a toilet. They used to just throw their shit out onto the street. Like, imagine how bad the world stunk. It's human shit as well. I mean, that has a different fucking flavor altogether. It's like, you ever been walking down the street and you see a really weird shit and you just know straight away it's human you can just spot a human turd like there's just something about it i can't even really put my finger on it not that i ever would why how do you just know what a human there's something about <laughs> there's something about like the kind of like shape and consistency of it it can only come out of a human ass maybe it's something to do with the buttocks animals don't have buttocks do they they just have like a literal hole and they shoot shit out of <laughs> that's why dogs do those farts like pfft. That's why, you know, a duck fat. Because they don't have arse cheeks to clap, said the guy who fucks dogs. Not me. I just mean that. Was, that's what a guy who fucks dogs would say. They don't have arse cheeks to clap. But he still does it. Who is this guy? We need to catch him. But I'm just saying, man, the toilet, it gets bad rap because obviously he eats shit and piss. It literally gobbles up shit and piss. And it hasn't really changed since the invention, has it really? It's just like a flat seat with a hole toilet seat up and down i'm completely wrong here i'm gonna backtrack the japanese toilet is the number one of it when i was in japan i would spend like an hour in the toilet it's like a spa for your ass sir may i spray water up your bottom of course you can Aligato. oh it's brilliant you can talk to him <laughs> i mean you can talk to any toilet but these japanese toilets like they've got buttons on it for fuck's sake although saying that now i did use a bunch of Japanese public toilets that were like robot toilets with buttons and really do you want to be touching buttons on a toilet is that my western privilege uh, prejudice sorry 
My Western privilege is that I don't have to touch a button on the toilet. But that can't be sanitary. Oh, well, it's the Japanese. I'm sure it is. I'm sure they've worked out some kind of nanobot that eats like human shit molecules. But if you ever get a chance to even just try out a Japanese toilet. Oh, my God. It's fucking... Mamma mia. That's me kissing an asshole. The shoes of Japanese toilet. That's how clean it is. Seat warmers. There's different force of spray. You can do a little light tickle. Or you can do a fucking civil rights march, like full fire hose. You know, the Japanese toilet is some white cups. My asshole is the civil rights movement. And it's fucking, it's hosing that motherfucker down. So my recommendation at the end of this podcast is find out a Japanese toilet, man. Go find one or order one. I don't know. I don't know why they're not everywhere. My toilet's shit. It's just like, uh, it's like that. Uh, that's all it does. Uh, just do a shit in there. Flush it. Nothing fancy about that at all. This is supposed to be the future and I'm still shitting like Henry VIII. Get out of here. Anyway, I've talked absolute, absolute horseshit. I have no idea if this is interesting at all, but I hope it is. And if you enjoy listening to it, please like and subscribe. Please tell your friends. If you don't like it, Keep it to yourself. Keep it shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Keep it to yourself. But if you do like it, like and subscribe. And if you want to see me saying and doing weird things on the internet, then follow me on Instagram at Jordan Ordinary. But stick around for... Not stick around, obviously. Don't stick around. That's weird. That would be a week. I don't even know how you would. But next week's going to be exciting because I'm going to tell you all about the Avatar premiere, which I'm attending. <laughs> Bye. Bye.